The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. Coast to coast instrumentals. What's up, PTB Nation? What is up, Silasau Nation? Everybody listening everywhere, wherever you are right now. Merry belated Christmas to everybody. Happy Boxing Day to everybody. Uh, it's been a <laughs> football-filled Boxing Day weekend, no doubt. Uh, right, no, it's not Throwback Thursday. Unfortunately, this week, um, what happened on Throwback Thursday, which was Christmas Eve, my body decided it had enough of the abuse that I had been uh, dishing out to it the past four and a half weeks working a crazy schedule, uh, sleeping between one and three hours per night maximum, um, six days a week. And while I was supposed to record this Thursday night on Christmas Eve, it did not happen. I crashed. I crashed hard. I passed out. Um, to be honest, I've had a hard time staying awake ever since. Um, but here we are, Sunday night. No, it's not the Parking the Bus podcast yet. That's right, the season debut of the Parking the Bus podcast. One a week from tonight, right here, where you're listening right now. It will be Parking the Bus season two. All right, with a slightly different format. We're going to go at it at a little bit of a different angle this season. So stay tuned for that. Um, one week from now, you'll find out the details. No, this here, everybody, is Portugal at the Euros. A complete history. And Euro 1984 is where we're at right now. It is finally match day three. I know we have had like six months between each episode that I've put out. This is not a re-air. This is a brand new episode being recorded for you right now. 
December the 27th, 2020, the last week of 2020. And we're picking up where we left off months ago uh, with Portugal having drawn 1-1 with Spain in match day two. And Portugal enter match day three with two points from two draws, having drawn the defending champions and the defending World Cup finalist West Germany 0-0 in the first match day. And then 1-1 with Spain in the last one. So we reach match day three here. It is June the 20th of 1984. And it is Portugal versus Romania. All right. Very simple. Win and you advance. Um, draw and you have a chance depending on the other match. Remember, it is match day three, which means that the other match in the group is also being played simultaneously. So West Germany and Spain is is going on simultaneously. So what I'm going to do as we travel back in time here, as we get into the DeLorean and we go back to 1984, this one is going to be a watch-along. All right, and that is simply because it is the easiest way to go over this because things are changing as the match is going on because we've got two matches going on. So I'm going to be watching Portugal versus Romania, courtesy of FOTMOB, of course. Excuse me, courtesy of Footballia. I did that in the last episode. I mis misidentified the website that is that is providing the matches, the, the match um, videos for us. So courtesy of Footballia, I will be watching Portugal versus Romania. But on another screen, I will also have Spain versus West Germany running concurrently, just as if we're there in, in 1984, watching both matches at the same time. All right, this match against... Romania is famous for having television difficulties. Actually, it's captured in the Portuguese, uh, the Portuguese uh, historical dramedy, if you will, of Artepe Contame Como Foi. Their sixth season of that show, or seventh season, I should say, is set in 1984, and there is an episode that features um, that features this match exactly, where everybody is gathered in the cafe watching the game. You know. Everybody excited to watch Portugal play with an opportunity to advance in the European Championship. The country's getting behind the national team, and the TV feed cuts out. Yes, this this match went dark in Portugal. Uh, so the the version we're watching on Footballia is from Italian television Rai, and it is not complete either. It starts after kickoff. Not sure exactly how far into the match it it starts, but we'll figure that out, I think, as we watch it. And, um, yeah, the match is famous for going dark. And in the in the television show, in the in the dramatic comedy, uh, you, you can you you would see them scrambling to get out a radio to to resume the match on the radio on Antenna U as Artepe's feed famously uh, disappeared and went down. Something that was not all that uncommon with Portugal national team matches at this point, especially ones played uh, outside of Portugal. So that's an interesting little uh, tidbit there. And um, we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to get right into the match. All right. We've already set the context and the culture, uh, or I should say in the pop culture background. And we've set some of the po political background, some of the societal background uh, in the previous two episodes of where Portugal is in June of 1984. All right. And uh, so... That's really not necessary in this episode. It's only been a week since the other stories that we have that we have thrown out there. So we're gonna and because it's a longer episode, of course, because we're gonna watch it from we're gonna watch the entire match in a watch along format. Um, 
you know, I'll skip that 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 portion of of the normal format of this of this show, and we'll get right into the match when we get back. All right, this is Portugal at the Euros, a complete history. Here on the PTB Media Network, I am the Mr. Mike Augustinho, your host. As always, you can follow the PTB Media Network on Twitter at PTB underscore media and also on Instagram at the same handle at PTB underscore media. We'll be right back. PTB Media Network presents the Park in the Bus podcast coming back right at you for Season 2, dropping January 3rd, 2021. And it is a new format this season, new format, multiple episodes per week, Parking the Bus podcast covering all of your football needs across the world and in 2021 coming to the Parking the Bus podcast, the FIFA World Club Cup, Euro 2020 Copa America, CONCACAF Gold Cup, CONCACAF Champions League, Major League Soccer, Liga MX, Brasileirão, as well as the Premier League, the Championship, WSL, Ligue 1, Serie A, Bundesliga, and La Liga, all coming your way in 2021 on the Parking the Bus podcast only on the PTB Media Network. So whether you prefer Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast, platform, CastBox, you name it, the link is in the show notes of this episode so that you can follow Parking the Bus Podcast. Go ahead right now, click follow. All right, subscribe to Parking the Bus Podcast and give a good rating so that we can get the Parking the Bus Podcast out to more people. And again, don't forget... Sunday, January 3rd, 2021, Season 2 is underway. Da Batalha de Ourique às aparições de Nossa Senhora em Fátima, a história de Portugal sempre esteve associada a inesperados milagres. Em 1984, depois do país escapar à tangente de uma bancarrota, um novo milagre parecia estar a acontecer. Desta vez, no Europeu de Futebol em França, onde a nossa seleção, os Patrícios, jogava determinada em dar uma alegria a todos os portugueses. And that was some borrowed audio from the Portuguese uh, television series Conta-me Como Foi, uh, RTP's, in my opinion, RTP's best creation possibly ever. It's won numerous awards and has been uh, acclaimed by many as the greatest Portuguese series of all time. And uh, that was the, that was the intro to an episode in which featured this match we're talking about today. And talks about how after everything Portugal had been through, and we've talked about it in previous episodes in the early 80s, how Portuguese have always come to believe in miracles. And uh, in 1984, that miracle was this national team and this European football championship going on in France so let's now go to the match itself and let's start to look at it here and I'm going to bring up the lineups for this match okay again it is Wednesday June the 20th 1984 we are in Nantes in in France and it is Portugal taking on Romania all right the lineups go as followed Romania in goal had 
bringing it up just a moment. Have a little bit of a delay here, but okay. So Romania's goalkeeper is Dumitru Moraru. Uh, the number two was Mikreje Rednic, wearing the number three, Kosika Stefane- Stefanescu. Number four was uh, Nikolai Ungurneu. These are very difficult names too. <laughs> to pronounce and this is going to be a very interesting watch along when I can't pronounce any of these names uh wearing the number 6 uh, George Gino Igor Lescu number 7 is Marcel Korash number 8 is Michael Klein okay that's a name I can understand uh, number 9 is Rodion Kamaratu Kamarataru sorry Number 10 is a pl- is a name that is going to be familiar to Portuguese listeners, especially those of you that are supporters of Sporting Clube de Portugal. That's because number 10 for Romania is Laszlo Boloni. Yes, that Laszlo Boloni, who years later would manage Sporting to a championship. I believe in 2002 he would be the manager of Sporting when they won the last championship they won at the time of recording. Number 14 is... On the night was Mikreia Irminescu, and number 16 was Nikolai Negrilla. The manager for Romania is 38 year old Mikreia Lu- Lukescu. All right, and um, on the bench, notably, but not used in this match, was a couple of names you'll come to know later. Um, most notably, uh, Georgie Haji, a very young Georgie Haji, but we won't talk about him today, but we will talk about him in a later episode when we get to the year 2000. All right. Portugal would line up with the following lineup. Okay. And Portugal would play in a 4-4-2. All right. There, of course, man, we've talked about the, the coaching situation for Portugal in this, at this tournament coached by committee management by committee. But on paper, it is Cabrita is the manager. Um, and in goal, it is Manel Bento, the Benfica goalkeeper. And in front of him, the four in defense. The right back is João Pinto of Futebol Clube do Porto. Lima Pereira and Uriku, the center backs, wearing, as we've talked before, the 10 and the 11 as the center back. And this is, the, this is actually something that's become quite famous, this team, for the defenders with the attacking numbers and the attackers with the defending numbers. And most people believe, again, that this was by lottery. Um, so the number nine is the right back, João Pinto. Number 10 is the center back, Lima Pereira. Number 11, Uriku, also the center back, the left center back. And the left back is Alvaro Magalhães of Benfica wearing the number 17 jersey. In midfield on the right is Frasco. In the center, you have Souza and Carlos Manuel. And the left side and midfielder is Fernando Chalana. Uh, of course, the Befica star who is still working his way back from a injury. And as I said in the previous two matches, you know, Chalana really, you know, he, he ends up getting regarded as one of the players of the tournament. One of the best 11 in this tournament, which to me is baffling. And perhaps it's because I'm judging him based on what I saw from him in 82-83 when I watched a lot of that season in preparing for the Mr. Befica episode that I recorded that covered that season. But 
he gets the start here um, down the left side wearing the number four. And of the, the strikers on the night, uh, the pair of strikers would be the number three of Sporting, the only representative of Sporting Club Portugal in this uh, team, uh, Rui Jordão. And in this match, he partners up with Fernando Gomes. That is the 11 for Benfica, for Portugal, excuse me. And um, as you probably know, because we've mentioned before, uh, Portugal comes into this matchup with two points. They are third going into the matchup. So top of the table as uh, both matches kick off, you have West Germany with four points. And then you have Portugal and Spain with two apiece. And Romania are bottom of the table with one point. But everybody's still alive. So some of the scenarios that could happen if Romania win and there is not a draw in the other match Romania would advance along with whoever wins the other match in the group Portugal win they are through regardless if there's a draw Portugal would have 3 points and then if there is a if West Germany wins the other match Portugal can advance with a draw Romania cannot advance with a draw all right so what I'm going to do is because the video here of Portugal and Romania kicks off a little late. I am going to press play on on West Germany and Spain a few seconds early. All right, so let's sit tight and let's uh, get ready for match day three, Euro 84, Portugal, Romania, and Spain, West Germany. Alright, so I'm pressing play right now, and the match at Germany is, or I should say the match in Paris between Germany and Spain is underway. Once it's underway, I will start my watch, actually. The referee's ready to blow the whistle there. And uh, Germany in their classic white with black shorts. They've kicked off. Spain in their classic, a kit I love, their, their red tops with royal blue shorts and navy blue socks. I love that kit. They're off. And Spain is on the attack in the first 10 seconds. It's a good time to grab a Sagres. <sighs> or in my case tonight, it's not a Sagres. It is a Coke Energy because that's what I'm needing right now. 
And I'm about to press play on the Portugal match in just a few seconds. I'm going to let about 30 seconds run off the clock. Actually, 35 is already gone. I'll let 45 seconds run off the clock just to make sure. And we're going to press play in 3, 2, 1. And we're underway in Nantes. And if you're watching with me, you're hearing the Italian commentator. And he's talking about uh, both teams being at full strength. But he believes that in the other match between Spain and West Germany, there's no doubt uh, the finalist is in that match. One of the two finalists will be in that match. All right. So, first of all, the picture quality is not very good, as you can see. And uh, Romania are in an unfamiliar red and Portugal in an unfamiliar or a, a alternate all-white kit. As we have the Romanian player here breaking down the left. He forces a cross in. The ball pops up, and it's João Pinto with it now. João Pinto breaks out towards the flank. Clears it only as far as the Romanian midfielder, but his play in is broken up, and... Lima Preda plays it back to Manel Bento, who picks it up. I'm going to have a very hard time telling you who these Romanian players are because not only is the picture blurry, but they're in all red, and the numbers are thin blue numbers, impossible to see. And I can't pronounce any of the names, which I'm embarrassed by. But um, this Romania team is an absolute mystery to just about everybody at the Euro, not just to Portugal, okay? Uh, Romania, like we've talked about in the past, in 1984, is a complete and total mystery. They um, they are behind the Iron Curtain. As we know, the Cold War is still in full swing here in 1984. And we have the teams in the West knowing very little about the teams in the East. As teams in the West even know very little about each other. We've talked about that because there's very little... Uh, television coverage of leagues outside of your own. So, as we see Shalana here on the ball playing with Carlos Manuel. And there's a diagonal ball into the right for Frashku, but he can't get to it. Uh, there's very little television covering leagues throughout Europe, outside of, of course, the league, or outside of the nation in which the league is played in. And what happens is, behind the Iron Curtain, there's even less known about these players. See, um, European Cup competition, club competitions, you get to see some players. So, the only thing the Portuguese team would have known about the Romanian team in this is what they've seen from teams like uh, Universitas uh, Craiova and Stawa Bucharest and the Romanian teams that have played in European competition in the past uh, couple of seasons. But what we came to learn later is this is the early seeds, if you will. This is the early stages of what would become a golden generation for for Romania. And as I said earlier in the episode, we'll see the other end of this generation. We'll see the other end of this golden run in 2000 uh, when we see Portugal and Romania again in Euro 2000. As we see the ball go over the end line for a corner kick now. There is Moraru, the goalkeeper. 
as the ball is put out by Yorgulescu, according to our Rai commentator here. Uh, I'm glad the commentary is in Italian and not in German, as it had been in previous matches. Um, I have a bitty, a much easier time understanding uh, the Italian as the corner kick is swung in, headed out. And here is, it's hard to tell, I believe that's Souza on the ball as he loses it. And Alvaro wins it there. Alvaro plays it inside to Fernando Gomes, all the way out wide to João Pinto. João Pinto with the cross to the far post. Shalana with the header, no. Yurgulescu clears for Romania, and the referee whistles for a foul just shy of midfield. Romania with the quick restart. So there's Klein on the ball here. This is Michael Klein. He plays a ball deep into the area looking for the striker for Kamataru, but it is Uriku there to keep it, or Lima Pereira, excuse me. Alvaro to Shalana. Here's the two Benfica players combining there. Shalana down the left. You can hear the Portuguese immigrants in the stadium with a loud cheer every time Shalana touches the ball. Shalana is fouled, and he gets right up and gets in the Romanian player's face. There is classic Shalana with the long hair and the major stash. Carlos Manuel is there, number seven, as he's getting ready to take the free kick. Shalana limps off. Carlos Manuel plays it to Alvaro. Alvaro on the left flank to Shalana. Shalana carrying it again down the left channel, looking for help. And he plays one over the top for Alvaro, but it is going to go out for a goal kick. Alvaro unable to get to it. So like I said, we are in Nantes for this match. And you can hear the loud Portuguese community that is that is in effect. Uh, the Portuguese fan base, as with most major cities in France, there is a sizable Portuguese community. And you can hear some of the whistling and booing as the ball is played back to the goalkeeper. Romania playing out of the back with the long diagonal. And he founds it out to the left flank. Here he comes. Nice breakup there by Lima Pereira. And then Frasco wins it. Plays it to Carlos Manuel. Wide to Shalana. Here's Shalana again. He finds Fernando Gomes. Fernando Gomes now looking for help. He's got nobody around him. He's going to have to cut it back. It goes to Carlos Manuel. Carlos Manuel plays it to Souza. Back to Carlos Manuel. And it's a foul. That's actually, yeah, that's Carlos Manuel. The commentator identified him as, no, that is Frasco. Excuse me. Carlos Manuel is standing right next to Frasco. So it, the ball was on Frasco, and he was fouled by the Romanian Midfielder. As you can see, the stadium is quite full, pretty full in this match. And uh, quick look over at the other match. In Spain, are are on the attack. The ball has been in West Germany's end almost the entire time. And you see there on the ground, Antonio Vieira Frasco, Football Club do Porto midfielder, getting up after taking a little bit of a hit. Uh, as Rudy Voller has a chance go wide in the other match. Here we go. Now, here is Souza. Souza looking. Plays wide. Plays it hard. A little too hard for João Pinto. He can't get to the end of it. It crosses the inline for a goal kick. 
This is the first time I've ever done a watch-along with two matches playing at the same time. But it's just like we're in 1984 here, waiting to see what happens. This is this is probably my favorite part of any international tournament is match day three with two matches going on at the same time and the two results, you know, influencing the other. I have to admit, Portugal look quite nice in these all-white kits. Always been a fan of the all-white kit. Not a fan of really any other single-color kit. Um, I like Portugal when they wear the red and the green or the tricolor. I really like the tricolor as well that they wore in the World Cup 2010 and in World Cup 66. As Portugal lose the ball there in midfield, Frasco, but he wins it back. Ball is pounded up, and... Uh, here we go. We're playing a little bit of volleyball here. And the ball is played deep into Portugal's end. And João Pinto plays it all the way back to Bento. Bento throws it the other way. And he finds Shalana. And again, you hear you hear the Portuguese fans every time Shalana touches the ball. And Shalana's fouled again. This is Haka Shalana. <laughs> it seems to be the... the uh, the theme, of course, the Craiova players in the Romanian side will remember Shalana from the UEFA Cup semifinal 1983. Shalana looking for something. And Shalana has it back. The commentator just told us how Shalana is the distributor in the Portuguese side. He combines there with Jordão. I'm sorry, with Carlos Manuel, but it is broken up by the Romanians. And the commentator also notes something I, f I failed to mention at the top: the absence of Jaime Pacheco in the midfield. He has been a he had been a steady stalwart in the first two matches. Um, he he is not in today's midfield as Portugal today playing with two forwards because they have to win. So Pacheco is is sacrificed, and Fernando Gomes comes on. There's Jordão now for Souza to Shalana. I'm sorry, to Alvaro. And then Souza's return looking for Jordão, but goes out over the end line for another goal kick to Romania. Moraru, the captain, plays it wide. Lunga to, to Klein. Here goes Klein down the left flank. Klein cuts inside. He's looking for a teammate. He's taking it all the way to the center channel. And there's Lazlo Bologna, the, this future sporting manager, wearing the number 10 for Romania. And as we look quickly, we peek in at the other match. It's Spain on the attack again. The Spanish side inside the box, but a nice... Play by Brema of German of West Germany to break up the play, and it's a corner kick to Spain. We'll keep peeking in at that match as this one plays out. Assuming these matches are more or less at the same spot, given that uh, we don't know exactly how much time has elapsed. My time has 12 minutes gone by. And Romania... Interestingly, not wearing their all-yellow fam famous kit in this one. Here's a free kick for Romania on the left flank. They whip in across, dealt with by Portugal. But Romania in control again now at midfield. Stefanescu plays a long ball in the air, 
And it is one in the air by João Pinto. Out for a throw-in to Romania. Klein with the throw-in for Romania here. To Kamataru. Kamataru can't control it. Portugal swarming him right there. There's three white shirts around him. Ball comes back to Klein. Klein tries across. It's blocked by João Pinto. Klein throws it in, and Korash was not ready for it. It's cleared out, and here now Portugal have the chance for a counter. But uh, the ball is given away. Baloney quickly finds Klein on the left flank. Left flank, excuse me, Klein's cross. Deflected by João Pinto, out for a Romania corner kick. Meanwhile, in Paris, I should say in Marseille. They're not in Paris, they're in Marseille. Um, Spain survive a little bit of a fury there from West Germany and it's a goal kick to the Spanish corner is whipped in by Klein the ball bounces around the middle Bologna unable to get onto it it's cleared to Shalana he's on the break Portugal on the counter here but a nice sliding save from from Korash as he comes back and he slides and plays the ball all the way back to Moraru, the goalkeeper. And it's restarted with Klein on the left. Klein to Bologna. Here's Bologna, the playmaker in the Romanian side. Ball triangulates between the Romanian players. Klein with the cross from just about anywhere. It looks like he'll whip a left foot across in from anywhere. Dealt with by Yuriku. And now we got Gomes. No, that is Jordão. Jordão in going deep into his own into his own midfield. He finds he finds Shalana. And we have a foul against Romania and Shalana is down. And it does not look to be good. He's waving his arms. He's waving to the bench, signaling that it's not good. 15 minutes elapsed in the Germany and Spain match, as I have on my watch. We're yet to see a clock here in the Portugal-Romania match. And we have the score there of nil-nil, and it is fifth. Okay, fifteen minutes and ten. So it's about ten seconds behind. Excellent. Portugal is about ten seconds behind the other match, according to that clock that we just saw. But Shalana is down and in pain. He's rolling a little bit on his back. He is clearly, clearly in a lot of pain, and there's a lot of concern for the. The capacity crowd in attendance in Nantes. A uh, largely pro-Portugal crowd, obviously. And there you see, look at that. Frasco, Carlos Manuel helping carry him off. The, there isn't even a stretcher. This is real interesting how they would do this in 1984. Not even a gurney comes out. You can see the hit there on the replay. And... Shalana is not doing well. 
And you got to wonder if uh, how serious this is. As you can see, the, the physios there giving him treatment just off the sideline next to the Canon advertisement board and the Coca-Cola board. As I mentioned, Coca-Cola also powering me in this episode. There's the free kick from Carlos Manuel cleared away by the Romanian central defense. That's right, a Coke Energy is powering me right now. It is 9.15 at night, Sunday night, <laughs> and I got to be at work in about eight hours, so we'll see what happens. There's Jordão. Jordão plays it central, finds Gomes. Gomes plays it back to, I think that was for Souza, and Souza mishits it, and it's out for a goal kick. Shalana still off to the side. As we see some more guys in white coats running towards them. I don't know if the medical staff, who they are. Uh, a look in at the other match. And Rudy Voller is on the ground. As we see, we see uh, number 19 warming up for, for Portugal. And it looks like we're going to have a substitution right here in. The 17th, 18th minute. It is Diamantino of Benfica, Diamantino Miranda, who is going to come on for his Benfica teammate, Shalana. And there's the gurney, five minutes late. A, a day late, a buck short, isn't that how the saying goes? So Diamantino replaces Shalana. And this is a blow to Portugal's hopes as their, their best Playmaking player, it comes off injured after a quarter of an hour. And Diamantino is in there now. And let's see if the formation changes at all for, for Portugal. Diamantino combines well there with Alvaro. But it is lost there. And Lazio Bologna with it, plays it to the striker. And Portugal recovers there. Well done by the Portuguese back line. Here... Here is Frasco to Jordão. Rui Jordão puts it on his right foot. Rolls it back for Souza. Souza has a shot at goal, but it is right at Moraru. Excellent uh, play there for Portugal. That is their best opportunity as we see Shalana carted off on the gurney. He's got a blanket over him. No idea at this point how how serious this is, but for, but to take him out of this match, it certainly had to be bad. Romania playing it, and you can hear the the fans whistling now as their hero is being subbed off, or has been subbed off, I should say. And the Romanians dabble it around the back line as we get a closer look at Shalana being carried off by what looks like some doctors in medical jackets. They were pretty late in responding. Klein with a long left-footed ball in. Play by Lima Pereira to João Pinto inside to Carlos Manuel. And we see Shalana again. This is big news. This is a major player coming off. And in the other match, Brema has just hit the bar off of a corner kick. We see the corner kick come in, and the header from Brema hits the crossbar. West Germany inches from going ahead 1-0 here. 
in the 20th minute. So again, this is this is really a tense part of the match here as both matches up in the air. Anything can happen. Any one of these four teams can be can advance. Any of these four teams can be eliminated. And here we have Rednich looking for Bologna. The pass is off the mark. And now, well, they recover. Rednich recovers it. And it finds its way back to the back line of Romania as they're starting to approach. There's Klein to to Koraj, to Bologna. Nice move there from the Romanian back to Bologna. As the Rye commentator is not helping me out at all with these names. I can't see the numbers. He probably can't either. And uh, it is Bologna with the opportunity from about 25 yards. He plays it over. And the goal kick goes to Lima Pereira back. Oh, we're going to redo it. As Bento is looking for somebody to play the short corner. Nope, he's going to he's gonna back off and let, let it looks like Lima Pereira take this. Lima Pereira with the long goal kick towards midfield at least. And one in the air by Souza. But it is controlled by the Romanians. Here they come again. There's Korash on the ball. Down the left. Plays it into the center. Looking for Bologna. Bologna gets on it. Is He's down in the area. Referee says play on. In, let me tell you, in 2020, if there's VAR, that would have definitely been looked at. Bologna gets a touch on it, and then it looks like he's taken down by. And there he is. As he was taken down by Uriku, but we don't know if there was a foul or not. Here's Carlos Manuel going forward, trying to get Portugal to take advantage of the, of the, of the numerical advantage they have here. Here comes Romania again, down the left with Klein. Klein has had a lot of touches in this, and he crosses again. I mean, this guy seems to love the 45-yard long diagonal cross. And Eureka is called for the foul here. Eureka called for a foul on, on, uh, and uh, I can't get the name of the Romanian player whom he fouled. And it looks like, is that Bologna who is off the pitch injured right now? Also receiving treatment. And West Germany nearly go ahead again. This time the flag is up for offside as the free kick is wasted by Romania in our match. Rudy Voller misses a sitter, but he is waved offside by the referee's assistant. Here is Fernando Gomes. Gomes playing back towards the center. It's cleared. And here is the Romanian. Oh! And Urico with another foul. And this time he's going in the referee's book. His second foul in a row in the space of about 30 seconds. 
N- uh, okay, so it is Kamataru who is fouled by Uriko here. Fernando Uriko. And a dangerous free kick opportunity for Romania here. Just outside of the penalty area. In the other match, Spain is on the attack. As we see a nasty foul in the other match, right on the edge of the of the penalty area, the referee says play on. Unbelievable. It says play on as the Spanish player is cut down hard by the German defender. Much different um much different expectations of referees and of fouls in 1984, no doubt. Baloney with the free kick. And he misses wide to Bentu's right. Doesn't look to have troubled him at all. Manuel Bentu, the captain, of course, of this national team, takes the short free kick, uh, sorry, the short goal kick to Lima Preda, who plays it right back to him. And now Bentu will pick it up once he's under any kind of pressure. He picks it up. He's going to punt it. Gets some good length and height on that punt. As that thing bounces and ends up in the attacking third, but is then cleared by the back line of Romania. Romania controlling again. Portugal really not seeing a lot of possession in this first half. It's been mostly Romania. However, Portugal staying well organized behind the ball, cutting off the passing lanes and forcing Romania to play a lot of long balls over the top. And there's another one. It's won by Uriku. Baloney's on it, and it is broken up. Rednich plays it back to to Negrila, who then the switch all the way to our friend Klein, who I think has the most touches of any player in this match. But João Pinto breaks it up there, plays it towards the middle, but the referee's whistle blows because the linesman's flag has gone up. It is a throw-in to Romania. Klein throws it into the area. He finds his striker there. Kamataru on it. Kamataru beats Jean-Pint. No, Jean-Pint with a nice play. Nice defen- nice defensive play. And here's Lima Pareto opening it up all the way out the left for Alvaro. Alvaro at pace. No, he cuts back. Plays central to Rui Jordão. Jordão looking for a teammate. And he is cut down nasty from behind. Ugly foul. He, he gets up and chases his opponent. But the referee with the whistle... And the yellow card to the Romanian defender. And I'm going to see if this commentator will assist me as to who that was. Nasty tackle. He just kicks him in the Achilles heel from behind. And he doesn't give me who it is, of course. And... Carlos Manuel plays it into the area looking for Alvaro, but it goes out for a goal kick. And you see Moraru there and Stefanescu uh, waiting to take the goal kick. It looks like it's going to be a short one again. Here's Klein. Klein plays it back into the center to Jordanescu. Jordanescu looks for the made It's back to Klein. And he's pressured by he was pressured by Frasco, but a foul called against Antonio Frasco. 
and Romania with the quick restart. 28 minutes gone by here in both matches, and Carl uh, Heinz Rumenega is down in the other match, so that match is stopped. He's looking for a penalty kick. The referee says no way. This, here's a cross that came in, and we see Romanega jumping and landing very badly. He lands on his like neck and shoulder. After colliding with the Spanish defender, no penalties given, but Carl Heinz Romanega down, and it looks like they're they're giving attention to his lower back, his lumbar region, which is being rubbed with with some icy hot and with some massage there from the physios. Back at our match now, Romania attacking down the center, but Portugal cut it out very well. Souza with the good defensive play. And here he is again. There's Souza. It's Frasco. I, I'm sorry. Frasco with the ball. He's looking for a teammate. And he is dispossessed by Bologna. And the ball is, finds its way to the left flag, flank. And it is Romania still. Bologna plays it out to the left. He's easy to recognize. Jordanescu with the shot, but it hits. <laughs> it hits Yuriko, and however, Romania control it again. Here's Klein. And Carlos Manuel with the defensive play, but the referee surprisingly blows his whistle for a foul here. And it's going to set up a dangerous free kick for Romania. Let's see what they do with it here. Looks like it's Laszlo Bologna again on the ball. The number 10 seems to be the center of the buildup. He plays it into the box. Bento comes out. Doesn't get to it. It goes towards the end line. Portugal do control it, though. And here's Diamantino leaving it for Rui Jordão. Jordão looking for a teammate to play with here. Jordão lays it off for for Souza, Souza with the back heel to Yuriku, to to Alvaro, Alvaro back to Yuriku. Yuriku looking for he plays it to the other team and Romania counter now going the other way playing right into the space that Yuriku vacated but Alvaro recovers and plays it all the way back to Bento. Bento rolls it all the way out to Diamantino. Who finds Gomes? Gomes and Frasco combined there. And Frasco is fouled by the Romanians and Portugal with a free kick in the midfield in the middle third here inside the center circle. It's played to Gomes back to Souza. Souza to, to I believe that was Frasco. And he gives it to Alvaro, who is cut down, no foul. Romania counter with Bologna, opening it all the way out to the left flank where Klein is waiting for it. Here goes Klein. And now he cuts into the center and plays it to to Kamataru, but he loses it to João Pinto. João Pinto to Lima Pereira. Lima Pereira here to Frasco. 
Frashku is going to dribble. He goes through three Romanians, plays it towards Rui Jordan, but it's broken up by Jordan, by Stefanescu. Excuse me. Nice play by Stefanescu to break it up. And here's Bologna. Bologna plays a nice ball in to Coraj. Coraj tries to play it back to the center. Broken up by João Pinto. And here's Fernando Gomes. Gomes running into space, looking for somewhere to go. He plays a nice through ball to Jordão, but the flag is up for offside. And the game is starting to open up just a little bit here as both teams know that they need to find a goal. With the result as it is in the other match, not sure what kind of communication uh, either of these benches would have had with the other match if anyone was watching. Not sure if they had a radio feed. Um, but with both matches at 0-0 right now, it is Spain and West Germany that would be advancing. So both of these teams know that they need to find a goal. Here's Frasco. He loses it at the edge of his penalty area, but it is recovered by Diamantino, and it finds its way back to Bento, who picks it up. Bento throws it to, to Carlos Manuel. Carlos Manuel to Alvaro. Back to Carlos Manuel. Turns center. Has nothing there. He's forced to go. No, he turns. He's waiting. He stands on it. Now he knocks it long. And we it rolls all the way to Moraru, but Moraru, I mean, and the flag was up for an offside. Referee not happy with where the restart came from. Romania will have to do it again. Meanwhile, the game at the other end looks to be wide open. Um, I should say the other match looks wide open as Spain now attacking. And wow. Jose Antonio Camacho with a left-footed rocket, but it goes over the bar. Good effort for Spain. Still nil-nil there, and now Romania with the restart plays it towards the area. And he finds Coraj. Coraj plays center to his teammate there. To Irinescu, but his shot is blocked by Lima Pereira. And here's Diamantino looking for someone to play it to. He finally plays it to Lima Pereira. Lima Pereira to Frasco. Frasco to, to, sorry, to Souza. Souza out to, out to Alvaro. Back to Uriku. Uriku looks for a teammate. Has nothing. Plays it back to Bento. Bento picks it up. Bento now will punt it. And it finds its way off the bounce into the attacking third. Fernando Gomes can't win it. The Romanians control and they come up the other way now. Opening it wide left to Klein again. Klein this time heads it all the way back to Stepanescu. Stepanescu looking for a teammate. He plays a long ball into Jorgulescu. Jorgulescu will turn and shoot, but he is way off the mark. Not going to trouble Manuel Bentu with the shot like that. And it's a goal kick to Portugal. As we are now 36 minutes into this first half. Nine minutes from halftime. Alvaro plays it back to Bentu. Bentu rolls it back to Alvaro. Alvaro now approaching the middle third. Plays a forward pass in for Gomes. Gomes tries to get it to Diamantino, but it's broken up. And here come the Romanians again down the right. 
And with two Portuguese there, they do win it. The referee's whistle stays in his in his hand. And Souza switches it to the right where João Pinto is waiting for it. João Pinto, the 22-year-old, the youngest part of the, the youngest member of this team, tries to play in towards towards Jordão, but it's blocked. Throw into Portugal. Here's Frasco. Frasco heading towards the center the center channel. He has it. Still Frasco. Plays it all the way out left towards Diamantino, but it doesn't make it. Collected by Alvaro back to Diamantino. Diamantino with the cross in the direction of Fernando Gomes. Cleared to Carlos Manuel. Here to Frasco. Frasco with the ball. Oh, he played a beautiful ball over the top. It was controlled by Fernando Gomes off the chest. But the uh, linesman's flag is up offside for Portugal. And Stepanescu now starting it out of the back for Romania. Plays it to the left. Sorry, to the right. Here is Lazio Bologna now in the middle center circle starting it up. Jordanescu plays it forward towards Evanescu. Evanescu on it. Looking for a teammate. Plays it to Korash. Korash to Bologna. In for Agustin. And it is Bentu picking it up and rolling it to Diamantino. Carlos Manuel now. Carlos Manuel, after his brilliant performance against Germany, was a bit quieter against Spain and has been quiet in this one as well. His diagonal ball for João Pinto does not make it there. The Romanians control it, and João Pinto fouls. Free kick to Romania. His Stepanescu. Stepanescu to to Yorgulescu. Yorgulescu. Back to Stepanescu. Stepanescu plays it forward in the direction of Klein, breaking down the line. There's the cross. And the header goes right to Bentu. And Bentu quickly restarts it. Souza on the ball here. Souza. Plays it in here to Gomes. Gomes loses it, but it's still on Sosa's foot. But his touch is far too heavy. Romania regroups. Romania restarts out of the back. Jordanescu plays a diagonal towards the corner flag. And it is a foul called against... Is that against Uriku again? Uriku needs to be careful. Now I know they didn't. It was rare to be sent off in a match in 1984, but he's already been fouled for the accumulation of foul. I mean, sorry, he's already been booked for the accumulation of fouls, and uh, he commits another one there. Here's a dangerous free kick to. Ooh, as the free kick was quickly taken, and we got a long-range shot from Baloney. It took a deflection and went just wide to Bentu's post on his left side. It actually hit the stanchion behind the goal and bounced into what looked like the goal, but it was actually in the back of the netting. Corner kick to Romania. Delivered. Cleared by Uriku. But only as far as Bologna. And 
After ping-ponging around, the ball finds its way to Bento's hands, and he plays it out to Gomes. But Portugal losing it again, just not taking very good care of the ball at all. Um, every time Portugal tries to break forward, they're losing the ball, and Romania are under control. And Romania plays it into the box. Portugal defending valiantly. This is a very, very defense-minded Portugal. You can tell from watching this. As Frasco loses it again on the edge of his defensive third. Ungariano puts it in towards the area. And Frasco tries something fancy. It doesn't work. He's fortunate to find João Pinto. And the Portugal lose it again in their own penalty area. It's crossed. But Portugal bailed out with a foul called against the Romanian forward. And Bento will start it. He'll play it out to the left to Alvaro. As we see a, ro a replay here. And Portugal very, very fortunate right now after that string of, of giveaways to still be nil-nil. And you know, I've heard so much about this team. And after watching these three matches, I can't, you know... I wonder how much of this team is just nostalgic, uh, just nostalgic memory versus actual substances. They have struggled in all these matches. I know these are much tougher matches than we see today in the group stage. Jordão for Fernando Gomes. He goes into the area. He's bumped, but the ball squirts out to. It squirts out to Jordão, whose cross for Gomes is broken up by the Romanian backline. I think it's Stefanescu getting in there and heading it out for a corner. Here's Carlos Manuel ready to take a corner. I was saying um, it is important to note, though, that uh, Carlos Manuel lines one in, but the the shot is not made the most of by Fernando Gomes there. As he does not hit it well. I'm going to try again to say this. Uh, the groups, If you got to the group stage of the Euro in 1984, there's only eight teams. These are the best eight teams in Europe. Um, so the difficulty level of these group stage games is much higher than what we see today. So maybe that's why I'm a little less impressed with this Portuguese team than I uh, expected to be. As we see Romania on another counter here. Klein with the cross looking for Baloney, but it is cleared by Eurico. Portugal are clearly a very well-organized team as they have kept, for the most part, uh, they've kept the ball out of their own goal, surrendering only one goal now as we're almost through five halves. As you see Lima Pereira winning another cross with his head and clearing it. Another ball pinged in by by Romania, but the whistle blows for a foul against Romania. And we see the Portuguese player down. Let's see who that is. We'll see who is that Lima Pereira. It could be, or it's Yoriko. I'm not sure. It, again, not too, the numbers are not on the front of the shirt either, so it's harder to tell who these guys are from this distance. Here's Jordão. And Gomes broken up. 
And there's Souza trying from distance. I would say that this partnership of Gomes and Jordan is not working. I don't think it's a very good um, partnership at this point. Bentu collects the ball, rolls it out where we have Souza, I believe, on it. Souza to Carlos Manuel. Nope, it's going to Frasco. Frasco fakes the pass to Carlos Manuel, takes it right. Opens all the way wide right to João Pinto. He crosses. It's cleared away by Stepanescu. Back to João Pinto. Another cross. This one is cleared away. And oh, the ball hits the post. Wow. So the ball was cleared by, I think, Bologna on a, on a header that didn't go very far. And Diamantino hits it first time out of the air. And it looks like it either hit the post or Muraru made a fantastic save. But the ball then, the ball then squirted free as we're seeing the replay here. Let's see what happens here. The poor clearance. And here is Diamantino hitting it first try. Yeah, so Muraru makes the save. It hits the post and then falls right in the edge of the six-yard box. But... Stefan Epku is, is there to play it right back to his goalkeeper so that he can smother it. Nil-nil still in our other match as well. Is there approaching the 46th minute already in a, what looks like an end-to-end -end match between West Germany and, and Spain. It looks like both teams want to win and solidify their place. And the referee has a blown for halftime here. Between Portugal and Romania. That game is going on pause while the other match is still playing out here. West Germany looking to counter. West Germany playing wide to the right. They're going to try to get one more play forward as we see. I think that's Santijana with the foul on the German player. who I can't tell who it is right this moment. I don't have the German roster in front of me. It's it's a shame they didn't wear names on the back of their shirts back then, but I have to say the picture quality in the in the Germany Spain match is a hundred times better than the the quality of the Portugal and um, the Portugal and Romania match. As we see Rudy Voller allowing the corner flag, and we've are we gonna finally get halftime here? Still waiting on halftime there in that match forty seven. 10, 47, 11 as the clock continues to roll. And finally, the referee comes over, asks for the ball, and it is halftime. Now, in both matches, nil-nil. There you see Carl Heinz Rumenegger heading for the locker room. You see the marching band taking the field. It looks like they're going to put on a halftime special here. And if these two results hold, West Germany and Spain will advance to the semifinals. Let's take a quick break here for halftime, and we'll be right back here on the PTB Media Network. In the meantime, enjoy uh, a little musical trip back to 1984, okay? What I'm going to play for you now is Portugal's entry into the 1984 Eurovision Song Festival. This is a special song from Maria Guinot. Enjoy. <laughs> Oh, 
Às vezes é no meio do silêncio Que descubro o amor em teu olhar É uma pedra, é um grito Que nasce em qualquer lugar Às vezes é no meio de tanta gente Que descubro afinal para onde vou E esta pedra e este grito São a história daquilo That was Maria Guinot with Silencio e Tanta Gente, Portugal's entrant into 1984's Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, that song finished in 11th out of 19, one of Portugal's better rankings to that date, um, with 38 points. And I think that is it's quite a nice song, quite a beautiful song. And um, I hope you all enjoyed it. All right, so let's get into the second half now. All right, I'm going to press a play on both matches at the same time here. I'm going to get my watch ready. And in just a moment, we will be kicking off. All right, and we're kicking off in three, two, one, go. All right, so here is Portugal playing out of the back now as we saw the ball played all the way back to him. As night has fallen here in uh, in Nantes, it's probably about 9.30 p.m. local time now. And we see Diamantino on the ball, still Diamantino, looking for half a chance, and he does. He gets bailed out by a foul. I'm sorry, that is not Diamantino. That is Souza. 
and he is fouled by the Romanian defender. And here's Carlos Manuel. We get a good look at Carlos Manuel. And he plays a cross in, but it's headed away by Stepanescu. Portugal control now here at the edge of the attacking third. Diamantino with the shot from distance, just over the bar. One of Portugal's better chances to to the moment here in this match. Still nil-nil in both matches, of course. Germany also just had a set piece. Uh, Alofs with a an effort that went wide. Both Romania and Spain kicking off goal kicks here. Ball is bounced around in the middle third. Finally settled by Bologna. Bologna plays looking for Klein, but it's a little too heavy. Goes out for a Portugal throw-in. João Pinto will throw it in here for Portugal. João Pinto to Rui Jordão. Jordão turns. Does well. He finds Souza. Or is that Frasco? Excuse me, Frasco. Frasco plays it to Carlos Manuel. But we have a whistle. Bizarre call here. The referee is blowing the whistle to give a free kick to Portugal. But they were on the attack. Interesting interpretation there by the referee. As we have Uriku ready to take the free kick. Number 11, Uriku. And here's Carlos Manuel. Carlos Manuel, he's tackled from behind. And the referee will give a free kick. The Arai Italian commentator is reminding us that Fernando Shalano was subbed off in the 18th minute with an injury after a ugly tackle from a Romanian defender. Portugal here with the dangerous free kick. Souza and it looks like Souza and Frasco, the two lining up around the ball. Oh, that's Carlos Manuel. Okay, Carlos Manuel also lining up with Souza to take this free kick. We'll see who takes it. It, it is Carlos Manuel. He hits it low along the ground right into Muraru's hands. And he quickly punts it back into play. Trying to catch Portugal out of play. But or out of position I should say. And João Pinto now plays it to Souza, Who loses it again. Portugal very careless with the ball on many occasions in this match. Here's Frasco. Now he does well. The ball is lost again though due to a slip. And a real dangerous play there for Romania as the ball was swung in on a cross along the ground, but the Romanian player running on slips himself. So both teams with the slip here um, in dangerous positions. And this time, Romania unable to capitalize on the turnover in the defensive third by Portugal. João Pinto to Lima Preda to Yuriku. Uriku for Carlos Manuel. For Jordão. And the ball is lost there by Carlos Manuel. Looks like the footing is not very good on this pitch because once again another player goes down. And the through ball for the Romanians was a little heavy. Portugal recovers. The ball is then played back to Bento. 
Bento rolls it out to Diamantino. Diamantino to Carlos Manuel. Back to Alvaro. Back to Diamantino on the flank. Diamantino has Jordão to his left. Diamantino beats one, beats two. Dishes to Gomes. Gomes with the shot, and it's high and wide. Oh, Diamantino with a beautiful run. Beats three Romania players, and then does a nice little square dish to Fernando Gomes. And Europe's top scorer. Fernando Gomes of Futebol Clube do Porto unable to square the frame of the goal as he misses high and wide by a little bit there as we see a replay from behind the goal. Here's Portugal again. Carlos Manuel again to, to Diamantino outside of the foot cross across the face of the 18-yard box, but it is dealt with by the Romanians. Portugal winning again, winning it again in midfield. It gets it squirts in behind, behind Urico. He struggles there, but Alvaro now finds Carlos Manuel, who finds Gomes back to Alvaro. Alvaro has Jordão to his left. Go to his right to Gomes. Gomes tries to play it into the center. It's broken up by the Romanian defense. Here's Laszlo Boloni. He founds Augustin. Augustin Kamataru. He plays it square, but he is unable to find his teammate up front. João Pinto collects it, finds Frasco, Lima Pereira, Urico, Frasco. Looks like Diamantino, Carlos Manuel, excuse me, looking for Jordão, but his pass is too heavy. Romania now start out of their back four. Stefanescu with the long ball in the air, the long switch. And Negrila has it. And still Negrila looks for a teammate. Plays a ball into the area, cleared out by Lima Preda. 1-2 there with Poloni and, and, Bora, and uh, Korash, excuse me. Ball is cleared by Uriku out of touch for throwing to Romania. And a nice play here by, is that Diamantino? It looks like Diamantino. Ball played all the way to the right for João Pinto, but broken up by the Romanian left back who stepped very high to break up that ball. Here's João Pinto now, though. João Pinto looking. Plays it back to Lima Pereira. Carlos Manuel switches it far to the left to Alvaro. No, it's Diamantino Miranda. Diamantino. He loses it. He's still got it. Diamantino recovers. He's going to dribble again. Put it on his inside right foot. Dishes it to Jordão. To Gomes, back to Jordão, but it's cut out by the central defender, Stepanescu. Here's Portugal again, but we got an offside. Moraru makes the save anyway. Good, a good bit of movement and combination play there from Portugal. Romania don't waste any time on the restart. They're up in the attacking third now. Still nil-nil in in Spain and West Germany. Nil-nil here in Nantes. 
Good cross. Oh, and that was dangerous. That was a dangerous cross as the header was headed for. It's an interesting play because the cross comes in from the left. The striker for Romania gets ahead to it and then heads it off the head of, of Uriku. Redirects and it was Alvaro actually. Heads it off the head of Alvaro. And Manuel Bento has to stop on a dime, change directions. He manages to do it. Very athletic for his age here. Manuel Bento, well into his 30s. And great change of direction to save that. At the other end, Portugal with an opportunity, but the with Oh, and we get a we do we get a free kick here? No, we got an offside against Portugal. And Muraru, the goalkeeper for Romania, throws it out to the left flank. And here come the Romanians now. Ten minutes gone in this second half. Still nil-nil in both matches. Right now, if these results hold, of course, Spain and West Germany, the two teams in the other match, advance. As Portugal lose another ball in their defensive third at Zurico and bailed out by an offside. That was Alvaro, excuse me, that lost that ball. Really careless, uh, really careless play by by Portugal in the defensive third in this match. I, I've lost count of the number of giveaways. As we see Lima Pereira play it back to Bento. Bento now plays it out to Alvaro. Alvaro plays it to Jordão, who's dropped very deep to receive that. Jordão combines with Carlos Manuel. Here's Jordão. Plays it into the space for Gomes. But it's another offside. A lot of things going wrong for Portugal in this match. A lot of defensive giveaways. Despite their defensive shape and their positioning being quite good. Once they have the ball, Portugal are making a lot of mistakes between offsides and giveaways. It's no secret now why Cabrita and company are more than happy to give the ball away. Um... Just a lot of mistakes being made by Portugal. And they're much better off when Romania have the ball, I have to say. Here goes João Pinto, and he is fouled, certainly. And in fact, that's Frasco, not João Pinto. It's Frasco, as he is fouled. And the restart will be taken by Carlos Manuel. He's going to play a forward into space for Jordão. And Jordão nearly gets by, but the referee blows a whistle. And we're going to get a foul against Romania here at the edge of the attacking third. And it'll be Carlos Manuel again. He can get across into the area here from this distance. Jordão was held by the Romanian defender. The referee calls it. Carlos Manuel plays it into the box. It's on Fernando Gomes, but he can't capitalize. The ball falls right to Fernando Gomes' feet. And the European Golden Boot winner can't muster more than a weak shot directly at goal. And we're seeing a replay, but I have a feeling something has happened as, as Portugal had one possession before the camera cut away to this replay. And once we return to the live feed, maybe we'll see what's going on. But uh, yeah, we're at the other end of the pitch now. Romania again in possession now in the middle third. 
Here's Jordanescu. Broken up by Uriku. A little bit more of ugly play here in the middle as both teams stabbing and reaching at it. Here's Korash. Rednich. Baloney. Korash. Korash for Romania here. Plays it. Oh. He finds Klein, but the shot is not going to trouble not going to trouble Bento at all. It doesn't even go out for a goal kick. It goes, a, it goes so far wide that it stays in play before going out for a throw-in. And we got a throw here for Romania into space. Good good job in coverage by Frashku. But he's going to be whistled for a foul. Excuse me. The foul was Antonio Souza and not... Not uh, Frasco. At the other end, Germany threatening as Rumenega crosses looking for Voller, but it is broken up by Camacho again. And Camacho puts it out for a corner and stays down. Here's Romania now. Bologna tries a left-footed effort, but it comes out completely crooked. Goes very far wide. In fact, leaves the penalty area before going out of out past the end line for a goal kick. As we see Portugal with some slow buildup. Urico to João Pinto. João Pinto playing it to Frasco. Poked away by the Romanian defender for a throw-in. João Pinto throws it to Lima Preda. Lima Preda looking again for Frasco. The Romanian is whistled for a foul. Quick restart. Played into space for Gomes. But the Romanians control. 15 minutes gone by here in half number two. Bologna plays at central to Rednich. Rednich beats a man, but it is then collected by Portugal into space. Frasco plays it into space, but nobody in the area. Stepanescu starts it over. Gabor. And it's won there by Uriku. Uriku to Jordão. Jordão looking for help. Jordão tries to be two. He's dispossessed. The ball is cleared all the way back to Lima Pereira. He makes a mess of it, but it finds its way to Bentu. Bentu with the punt here. Jorgulescu beats Jordan for it. Jordan uh, does not go up for it. Referee blows a whistle. Apparently, the flag was up for offside. And here, this must be the famous moment where where it went out of uh, where the camera went down. Not sure if that's where RTP lost the feed. We're back though. Not sure exactly how much time elapsed because this is a video that could have very well stopped rolling while the while the picture was gone. Here's Romania playing out of the back now. My watch has sixteen and a half minutes gone by. We'll see when they show their their clock where exactly in the match we are. Uh, again, like I said, this match famous for going black in Portugal. RTP and probably in many other places, given that 
the central feed would come from Eurovision. It must have gone black everywhere. As Portugal trying to combine up the middle. Here's Laszlo Bologna. He plays it all the way out wide to Gabor. Gabor is cutting inside, looking for a teammate. Gabor back to Bologna. Bologna out left to Klein. Klein with the diagonal ball, but it's, it is Manuel Bento going up and getting it, rolling it to Alvaro. Alvaro back to Bento. Bento's going to dribble it with his feet out to the edge of the area, pick it up, and he's now probably going to punt it. Yes, he is. And he sends it. And here is Jordão into space. The punt was not handled by the Romanian backline. Jordão enters the area. He's got a chance. Beats Stefanescu. Puts it across goal. But it is clear at the last chance. Cleared by Negrila right on the edge of the six-yard box. Fernando Gomes was there to tap it into the open goal. A goal-saving slide from the Romanian player, Guerrilla. Frasco now. Jordão. Jordão on the right. Jordão beats another one. Jordão on the dribble. Now he plays it left. Here's João Pinto with the cross, but it is cut out by the defender. Cleared only as far as Carlos Manuel. Oh, it's Frasco, excuse me. Frasco. Souza. Tries to combine with Rui Jordão, but it's broken up. João João Pinto back to Lima Pereira, back to João Pinto. He turns upfield, back to Lima Pereira. Lima Pereira with time, looking, carries it, takes his space, plays it to Carlos Manuel. All the way out left and now to Alvaro. Alvaro looking, plays it up. Here's Gomes. Gomes, Jordão, trying to give and go, but it's cut out. And then the ball is won in the midfield there by Souza. Heads it towards Gomes, but he is offside. The whistle blows before Gomes puts the ball into the goal. And we see a Portuguese player warming up. That is number two. That is the legend, Nene. Nene on the tail end of his career here uh, is one of the real prolific goal scorers, both in national team and in Benfica history as it looks like Nene is getting ready to come in Cabrita and company the the four-headed monster are ready to send him in it looks like we'll see in a moment on my watch there's a there's about 25 minutes to play we're in the 20th minute of the second half here in the other match it is still nil-nil as well. Uh, again, an end-to-end -end match. I do recommend, if you have the time, to go back and watch the Spain-West Germany match. These are This is by no means two teams that can advance on a draw, as they're both going for the win, knowing that uh, any result other than a draw in this Portugal match would eliminate Spain. So Spain really pushing it. Diamantino, Gomes, Diamantino, cut out by Stepanecu. Oh, sorry, Yurgulescu there breaks it up. Here's Bologna in attack. Korash wide to Gaborra, but it's cut out by Alvaro. Alvaro looking. He's running at pace. 
He's looking. And he plays it to Souza. Souza on the left. Again to Alvaro. Alvaro's going to have a cross. He plays it nicely. The picture gets scrambled. Oh, boy. The picture got all scrambled. But <laughs> Alvaro with a nice cross with his left foot. Jordan with the first time volley out of the air. And he misses by a matter of inches. Here's the replay. Let's take a look. Good ball from Souza to Alvaro. Alvaro then with his left foot puts an outswing cross right on to Jordan who hits it out of the air. It even looks like Moraru might have gotten a finger to it to keep it out. Here's Romania at the other end. But unable to convert the opportunity. And what do we have here? Korash's shot is wide. Was it deflected? Here's the substitution, however. So it is Carlos Manuel coming off. And his Benfica teammate, Nene, coming on. An interesting interesting uh, substitution. Of course, Portugal know they have to win. A draw is likely not going to help them here. So Nene, a more attack-minded player, plays more as a true 10. It'll be interesting to see how Portugal's midfield looks in about five minutes. Nothing comes of the corner kick as an offside is blown a minute later or less than that. And here's Lima Pereira playing it to Nene. Nene to Jordão. Jordão trying to put it into space. So we have all of the attackers on the pitch here. We have Jordão. We have Gomes. We have Nene. So all the available attackers are basically on the pitch for this one. Diamantino also on the pitch here. And now the picture in the Spain-West Germany match has gone scrambled, but it's coming back. It's tracking back. Spain on the attack heavily, looking to try to get that goal that will put them through to the semifinal stage. This Euro 84, of course, the first time that a semifinal round will be featured after a group stage. Now, the last time there was a semifinal round was in 1976 uh, when the tournament was in its old format, its Final Four format, when it was a knockout tournament from the first round to the final. And the last four would play in a, in a Final Four format, just like today's UEFA Nations League. And that was the last time a semifinal was played. In 1980, there were two groups of four, and the two group winners played in the final with the two group runner-ups playing in a third-place match. Of course, West Germany beating Belgium in that final in 1980. Both of these teams hoping to get to the semifinals. Here's Romania now in attack. Jordanescu. To Bologna. Bologna plays it out wide to Gabor. Gabor looking. He beats two Portugal players. He's coming in towards the area, but he's cut out now finally. Yuriko Souza. And Fernando Gomes loses it there. And here is Romania. Again, I cannot believe how many times Portugal have given the ball away in this match. It's unbelievable. Perhaps this is why perhaps this is why 
The narrator of the television series was calling this a miracle. Portugal, by all accounts, should be losing right now. João Pinto. Gomes. Oh, 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 oh. A nice little combination play with with uh, João Pinto. Go, João Pinto. Um, I apologize. João, João Pinto trying to combine with Souza and with Fernando Gomes. The trio of Porto players, but an offside called on Fernando Gomes. Here's Romania again. 25 yards from goal. They play it wide to the right to Grabor. Grabor has Bologna overlapping. Negrila. Yurgulescu. He can't turn. Is it cut out? And we get a whistle for a dangerous play on Yurgulescu. The referee shows that the studs were up. Indirect kick for Portugal coming out. Air on the edge of the defensive third. And it will be João Pinto to take it. Fernando Gomes. Fernando Gomes still with it. To Souza. João Pinto. Into space. João Pinto has some daylight. Can he get a cross off? He takes... He wins the end line, but takes too long to get the cross. Wins a corner, however. Corner kick to Portugal. Down the right side to the goalkeeper's left. Carlos Manel has come off. Who's going to take the corner kick? He has taken essentially every set piece. Jogging across the pitch, it is... Who is that to take it? Is that Alvaro? We'll see in a moment. If the camera shows us, of course. It is Alvaro with the left-footed one. Oh, Gomes gets on the end. Fernando Gomes gets on the end, but he puts it over, and it is going to be a goal kick. And Romania restart quickly. A replay of the goal of the corner kick. As Gomes, oh, okay, Gomes handles that one. Fernando Gomes goes up and gets it with his hand, and the call was a handball for Fernando Gomes. And we see João Pinto win the ball in the air there nicely. Here's Souza. Here's Frasco. Gomes. Foul. Foul by the Romanian midfielder there. Negrila. 28th minute here on my watch. Souza. Diamantino. Diamantino has it on his preferred right foot. Oh, he got it into Nene, who tried to combine with Jordan, but it was cut out. Here's Frasco. Here's Frasco again. Still Frasco. Gives it to João Pinto. Back to go to Souza. Diamantino on the left with the shot on goal with his right foot, but the goalkeeper Moraru was ready for it. He tried to sneak it in the in the short post, but the goalkeeper was more than ready for that. Tension building here as we head into the last quarter of an hour with both of these teams, really all four teams in this group right now, going into the last quarter of an hour. Everybody fighting for their future in this competition. Germany probably sitting the most. 
the most uh, comfortable knowing that the result they have right now is enough. They are the only ones knowing that the result they have is enough to advance. Baloney with an attempt on goal, but it's wide. Bento had come out of his goal and had had uh, punched that clear, but it was a weak punch. It didn't go very far. Baloney tried a first-time left-footed effort back towards goal, but he was unable to hit the frame. Hits it wide, and Portugal get a goal kick. Not a good hit at all from Laszlo Baloney, to be honest. Expect more from a world-class midfielder like Laszlo Baloney. Stepanescu there. And it's played all the way right to Gorska. Gor Here's Besakorish. And I apologize to anybody of Romanian ancestry or Romanian nationality for my butchering of these names. Doing my best with them. I'm pronouncing them the way the Italian commentator in my ear is pronouncing them, or as best as I can. We got a free kick here as the referee blows the whistle against Portugal deep in their defensive third near the corner flag. The foul is against Alvaro. So it's going to be Bologna here, the number 10, about to take the free kick. At least it looks like a number 10 on his back. Like I said, the the image is very, very blurry. And the blue numbers on the red tops make it very hard to read. And Bentu gets the on the end of that free kick. It was across towards the penalty spot. Bentu gets to it. Throws it to Alvaro. Alvaro plays it clear. And he finds Gomes. And here goes Diamantino. No, it's Gomes. Gomes on his right foot looking for it. Finds he finds Jordan, but the pass handcuffs him, if you will, right too close to his support leg. His, his, uh, yeah, his support leg, and he's unable to get a good control of the ball. But here come Portugal again. Souza with a shot from distance, and he misses just wide. Portugal knocking on the door. Portugal pushing forward. Both of these teams know now that they're going to have to risk if they want to advance. They know that this result is not enough. Romania knows this result eliminates them. Portugal knows that this result means they need help in the other match. And the moment this result becomes official that the other two teams won't be interested in going forward. Baloney plays it into his teammate who fires, but it was Gabord. He turns and shoots, but Bentu is in the right place at the right time to cut it out. And he's... Front smothers it, gets up quickly, rolls it out. And Diamantino's going to go in the book as he is called for a foul on the counterattack. 31-53 on the board. So the same as my watch. Portugal nil, Romania nil. 32 minutes gone by now. We have 13 minutes remaining in the regular 90. And then whatever the referee adds on at the end, which back in these days... Was almost nothing. Same thing going on in the other match. Spain with a dangerous free kick. But it's right at the goalkeeper. You can feel and see the tension in both matches. Both coaches in the other match up off their off of their bench shouting instructions. 
We got Hui Jardin here looking for for Souza. It's cut out. Here come Romania again. Here's Laszlo Boloni. Boloni again. It's cut out by by João Pinto. Across. And we've gone black. I don't know what's going on. And we're back. Here is here is Unguriano is what the <laughs> the commentator's calling this guy. He has a shot, but it is wide. And here goes Frasco. He's still running at pace. Jordão now looking for help. Frasco. Frasco finds Gomja, I believe that was. All the way back to Lima Preta, though. Lima Preta plays it wide to Alvaro. Alvaro can't. He shimmies and shakes, but can't get a foot on the ball, and it goes out of touch for a throw-in. Romania throw it in quickly. Here's, here's Goresh. And he is stood up by Souza. Souza plays it to Frasco. No, sorry, that's Diamantino. There's Frasco to Gomes. Gomes plays it wide. João Pinto to Gomes. It's missed. Oh, what a nice play from Gomes. He, he carries it inside. Draws all of the defenders towards him, then then dishes wide to João Pinto. João Pinto, with time to pick out his cross, plays it right onto the stride of Fernando Gomes, but Fernando Gomes swings his foot and misses, unable to connect, and then it's called for a foul. Here we have Portugal again. Nice run here. Frasco, he's looking. Frasco plays it in. Oh, Gomes was right there, but Stepanescu's last-ditch outstretched slide is just enough to redirect the ball away from the run of Fernando Gomes. Out of touch for a corner kick. We are under 10 minutes to play now in this match and in this tournament for two of these four teams. The corner finds the head of Gomes, but is but it's headed and then blocked on the goal line by... The defender for Romania. Another corner kick here. Out for another corner. Drilled in again. Here is Souza. Crosses. Diamantino's alone. He hits the volley and it's a goal. Nene to the delight of the Portuguese immigrants in the stadium. You can see a bandeira da República waving. Nene gets on the end of a beautiful cross from Souza. Side volleys it on the first attempt. Hits it into the far post. No chance for Moraru. And Portugal take the lead 1-0 in the 82nd minute. Portugal 
may have just booked their spot into the semifinals. And instantly you can see the urgency pick up in the other match. You can see West Germany buckling in and you can see Spain throwing all caution to the wind. Portugal lead 1-0. Right now Portugal and West Germany are the teams advancing. And here come Portugal again. Here they come. It's Oh. Unbelievable. The ball played into space. I believe that was for Fernando Gomes again who tried to play it in for Jordão. The goalkeeper cuts out cuts out the cross at the other end. The ball is headed back towards Bento Bento collects it. And I may have screamed a little loud on that goal, but I'm legitimately excited about it. I think Portugal very, very fortunate to be in the lead here with little more than five minutes to play. I got 38th minute now, seven minutes to play. Portugal very fortunate to be ahead, no doubt, as uh, Romania have, have had their share of chances. And it's not that Romania have been better. It's just that Portugal have made so many errors in this match. Lima Pereira plays it back 30 yards to Bentu for Bentu to pick it up and hold it. This is something that FIFA would get out of the game in the next decade, of course. By Euro 92, this was out of the game. So by the time we cover another tournament before Portugal will qualify again, that tactic will be out of the game. Is a nice run here. Oh, that was a nice run by... Who was that there? Was that Nene? Was it Diamantino? I can't really tell because I can't see the numbers, but Fernando Gomes is offside afterwards. Here come Romania again. Here comes Romania. They need two goals now. They... They're probably pretty defeated at this point. The one thing they couldn't afford was to give up a goal. Knowing they had to win to have any chance. And here is Diamantino. Number 19 on the ball. Plays a nice diagonal into space for Alvaro to run onto. But Romania will win it and play it back to their goalkeeper Moraru. Who is going to punt it? And he looks pretty defeated. I have to admit, Romania don't look like they've given up, but they don't look like they believe they're going to get two goals here. As in the other game, Spain is playing in high, high press right now. Germany playing cool and collected, however, as they always do, as German as ever here. West Germany on the ball. Not They, they got two minutes to play. As we do as well. No, sorry. Somehow Germany has two minutes left to play. We started the video at the same time. Yet somehow they've gotten two minutes ahead of us. Oh, and Germany nearly go ahead. Spain wastes no time to get going in the attack. Here it's Romania still trying to get forward. And here is a free kick that could be dangerous for Portugal. Meanwhile, at the other match, here is 
Cardillo trying to get a, a shot on goal for Spain. Uh, it's blocked by the Germans. Portugal got everybody behind the ball now. Gabor plays it in to the area, but nice play by Alvaro. Alvaro wins it. And Spain have scored. In the 90th minute, Spain have scored, ladies and gentlemen. And this news is good news for Portugal. Well, actually, it's irrelevant news for Portugal. But Spain have scored. It is, in fact, good news for Portugal, as that means Germany now have only three points. Portugal with four points. Spain with four points. A nice header there. Ball came in from wide on the right, headed in. And I'm trying to see who may have, as Portugal have another chance to make it 2-0. Good save by Moradu to prevent it from being 2-0. But Spain have scored. So if these results hold, Spain will advance, as will Portugal. And the defending champion, Germany, will go out in the group stage along with Romania. We already know that in Group 1, the group winner is France. Denmark are the group runner-up. So right now, you have Portugal meeting France. Portugal as the, the runner-up. Spain meeting Denmark in the semifinals. The matches are coming to an end. And I'm at 43 minutes now on my watch. The, Germ the West Germany-Spain match is well over 90 minutes, and the final whistle has blown in the 91st minute. Spain have won, and they are rushing the field. The European champions left to hope that Romania can steal a equalizer here. Rudy Voller dis visibly disappointed as he trades jerseys with Santijana. Here's Frasco with an opportunity. He hits the side netting. Portugal attacking, but unable to double their lead and really seal it. You have to think that Portugal knows what's going on at this point. Um, you have to believe that they know that Spain have won. And that right now they're so solidly in second place. Granted... Um, a Romania equalizer eliminates them anyway. So Portugal will have to dig in here. Cleared by Lima Pereira. Controlled in midfield by Souza. Gomes, Souza. Frasco. Diamantino. Here's Diamantino. Taking it into his left. Shoots, but right at the goalkeeper, Moraru. Moraru, excuse me. As he pounces on it, he's going to try to get this ball forward as fast as he can. Coming up on 90 minutes here. As we are in the final minute, as you see the clock at the top left of your screen, 44 minutes and 25 seconds gone by in this second half. Meanwhile, the celebrations... Continue 
at the other match as we see the credits roll for Eurovision and for TVE, TVE, I should say, TV España, uh, the Spanish na- the Spanish national television station that broadcasts the Spain-West Germany match. The telecast there is going off the air. While here we are in the final moments, we'll see how much time the referee adds on. Ten seconds is all the referee is going to add. Yes, the whistle blows. Portugal have won 1-0. Four points. Portugal will advance. Look at Alvaro there celebrating with the Portuguese fans and the police trying to, to tell the Portuguese fans to back up. There's a bandeira da República waving proudly in Nantes. Portugal have advanced to the semifinals for the first time in their existence. The farthest they'd ever been before this was a quarterfinal back in the old knockout format back in 1960. That was the farthest Portugal had ever advanced for the first time in 84. Portugal advancing to the semifinals. What a moment for Portuguese football. And there you see, I believe that is Fernando Urico there celebrating with a traded Romanian jersey around his head. The players are being mobbed by the staff there. This is beautiful, beautiful images. What a celebration in the stadium. And we are there as the TV feed cuts out. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the group stage of Euro 84. I know this one went a little bit long because we did the watch-along format. But as we said, Spain win the group. Portugal second. And Portugal will now take on the hosts, France, at the Velodrome. We're going to return to that historic Velodrome in Marseille. And it will be a historic match, which is what we're going to cover in the next episode. Episode 4, we'll go back to the normal format. We won't have two matches going simultaneously. We won't need to do a watch-along. I think the other format is probably much more entertaining and much more informational. But... Um, I thought that for this final group stage match, it was the appropriate way to cover the match and the appropriate way to relive it as um, we're going to momentarily come back to 2020 now. It is the last week of this year as I'm going to get in the DeLorean here and set the time machine back to the future, back to December 27th, 2020. 11 p.m. Eastern Time here on the East Coast of the United States. And the goal from Nene being the decisive one that sends Portugal into the semifinals. Historic goal. And Nene in this match, as um, you're going to hear in a moment when I cut away, uh, you'll hear the audio in English of that goal. All right. Uh, probably much more, much more controlled play-by-play than I gave you there as I screamed at the top of my lungs. But Nene, 34 years old, at the really at the closing stages of his international career here. Um, a real, real defining moment probably has to be one of the, one of the key goals in his career, especially internationally. I can't imagine there was one bigger than this. But he is certainly the man of the match with the only goal. I thought, um, 
I thought that Frashku was very good as well. I give him an honorable mention as he was always running at defenders, always running at pace when other guys just seemed to be uh, seemed to be jogging at times. Of course, the back line defensively did very, very well, but a lot, and I mean a lot of mistakes. Portugal very, very fortunate to have come away with the two points, to finish with four points, and to advance to the semifinals in this competition. And no doubt, this took the country by storm. And, you know, very weird scheduling, um, just in a very weird act of scheduling, the semifinal would be four days later, I believe, on a Sunday, a weekend semifinal against France. And I think this is the beginning. You're going to see the beginning of the Portugal-France uh, rivalry, if you want to call it that. I think it's more of a rivalry for us than it is for them. But um, it's the beginning of France being a thorn on our side. But in the end... In the final episode of Portugal at the Euros, A Complete History, we know we're going to see France, and we know we're going to get the story right. We're going to finish on a happy ending. But in order for that match to mean everything it did, others had to go differently, and the next one will certainly be that one. will be that uh, a historic one. We're going to see... We're going to see some of the best from Michel Platini in the next episode. We're going to see a formidable France side playing at home with the pressure of the home crowd and, dare I say, a little bit of the bigotry towards the Portuguese, something we still saw in 2016. But, um, you know, with all that motivating them, perhaps the match of the tournament between Portugal and France, that's coming your way next week, okay, in Episode 4. Don't forget, though, January 3rd, 2021, the season premiere of Parking the Bus. All right. So I'm going to leave you here with the English commentary of the goal. This is Nana. Eight minutes from full time with the Sidewinder putting Portugal into the semifinals. Thank you for joining me back in 1984. And I'll see you right back here next week for episode four. It's the semifinals, France and Portugal. From the Velotron. Goodbye, everybody.
Deitados por cantos e hortelãs Deitados nas dunas Alheios a tudo Olhos penetrantes Pensamentos lavados Bebemos dos lábios Refrescos gelados Selamos segredos Saltamos rugidos Fast volume, boyando, but.